I'm hoping for a zero or basically anything, you know, below 100 is kind of my, my main goal. And obviously, the, the scoring system is based on how much blockage is inside of those uh, arteries. The higher the score, the more blockage in the artery. So uh, basically, uh, I'm hoping for a low score. Um, the actual process, you know, actually, I got the initial consultation and I went into the, the, the CT scan um, and basically, I just lay on uh, lay on a board, uh, and this hoop kind of transfers over back and forth. I think it probably took maybe a minute, a minute and a half total. I took three deep breaths in and out, or sorry, held it for a little bit, then breathed out or exhaled, and it was pretty much done. So I mean, maybe the whole scan literally probably took from laying down on the board to getting up maybe two minutes, if that. Um, so now I'm just anticipating, I'm just waiting for the results. So hopefully now uh, you guys will be hearing, I know I'm, do, I'm recording this before I get the results. So hopefully now on the next segment, we will hear about my awesome calcium score. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Think to Fitness Podcast. We have a, uh, I guess almost like a product review episode for you guys today. Uh, I guess that, I don't know if a product's the right description for of it, but I think I've uh, hinted about it in uh, past episodes. But this week, I will share with you my experience at my first CT uh, coronary artery calcium score scanned. I know that's kind of a roundabout way of saying it. Calcium score, cor- calcium coronary artery score CT scan. I guess that's a better way to describe it. But either way, I'm going to share my kind of before, during, and after uh, feelings and experience with it. So, uh, before I jump into that, I want to thank you guys for listening this week and every week. I know I say it every week, but I think it's worth saying that, uh, we appreciate you guys, uh, listening to the podcast. I see the download numbers each month. Um, so I really know you guys are out there. Um, and if you appreciate the podcast, let us know by leaving a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast app. So, Today, uh, you guys will notice it's just me on the podcast. Uh, Shannon's a little bit under the weather, so I'm taking the reins. And uh, so it might sound a little odd today, even though it's just me. Um, so I, uh, but hopefully you guys will stick with me. Um, I also hope you guys will support us by not only leaving those rain reviews that I already mentioned, but visiting our sponsor, The Amino Co., uh, check out aminoco.com slash ATF. You can read about why we love their pre and post workout supplements. Um, you can also use the code ATF at checkout. If you'd like to purchase them, use the code and get 30% off. It's a pretty good deal. All right. Now on to my training recap. I had a good week of training. Actually, um, you know, I actually got my CT scan this week, but I still was able to train. Uh, I had three jujitsu sessions in nice long Peloton cycle. Uh, and a uh, quick lift and a couple sauna sessions out at LA Fitness. So um, what I mean by a quick lift, I actually actually worked upper body at the gym at LA Fitness for the first time in a long time. You know, it's been a little bit while, a little while for me, even nursing some, uh, some sore ribs, um, but I was able to get on there 
get at the gym and work up some upper body, some rows, some pull downs and some chest work. So everything felt good. Even my trips, uh, even my, uh, jujitsu sessions, um, felt good. Got the roll too. You know, still taking it light, not going 100% probably on my rolls. Um, but, uh, I'm getting close to being all the way back and everything feels good, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty bright as rain. No real injuries to, uh, uh, further injuries, I guess, to worry about. Uh, and I think the ribs are getting close to being all the way back. So I actually, I forgot I, I did some barbell, uh, uh, bench presses. I call them more of like floor presses here, um, at the house. Um, you know, I think I've mentioned before in the podcast that we have a barbell set up here. I was able to load it up, not heavy. I actually only did, I think I did about a hundred pounds on the bar with the bar and weights total. Um, and just did some high reps of chest press, you know, it just says, like I said, the ribs are still, I can still feel them being somewhat tender. So I didn't want to go crazy. Even I probably doing bench press at all. It's probably a little bit crazy, but. I am a little bit crazy. So, uh, that was my training recap. Feeling good. We got a weekend of uh, a week, uh, holiday week coming up. So I'm also going to get again, some, get some good workouts in this week before we go on holiday. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into kind of almost like a three parter that we're going to do for this week's episode. So, um, as I mentioned in the beginning that I had a calcium score uh, CT scan scheduled for this week. You know, um, I've heard about calcium scores, um, in the last couple of years and I've heard about companies actually doing these CT scores to, or, uh, these calcium, these scans, these CT scans to give you a calcium score because, uh, essentially a calcium score can, uh, give you be an indicator of whether or not you might be, um, uh, uh, I guess more susceptible to coronary, uh, heart disease, um, or, uh, basically coronary artery disease, which, um, is really kind of, uh, one of the precursors to a heart attack. So a cardiac event, calcium score can give you a, some indicators if you are highly, like very likely or less likely to be, uh, susceptible to a heart attack. So I was like, Oh, you know, my family history, I think I mentioned on the podcast before, you know, my father, obviously my grandfather, excuse me, paternal grandfather, uh, had a heart attack in early sixties and, you know, do mostly due to lifestyle. I mean, he just had a very, very poor lifestyle, drank and smoked a lot. So, uh, uh, it's probably no shock that he fell victim to that. Like, thankfully, he lived and was able to change his lifestyle and lived for another twenty to uh, over twenty years. Um, and my father, who had does not have did not have the same lifestyle issues, no drinking or smoking for him. You know, uh, has never had you know, a heart attack. Thank goodness, and knock on wood. Uh, but you know, has suffered from high cholesterol from an early age. And it seems that genetics were passed down to me, as I've mentioned in the podcast before. I also suffer five cholesterol and have actually been on medication uh, for the last couple of years. So, um, well, actually, thankfully, the medications helped me manage that high cholesterol. But I thought maybe uh, even more uh, preventative measures could be in order for me to make sure that um, I make sure I have to. If there's any the more intervention I can take, or interventive steps or preventative steps I can take to minimize my likelihood of heart attack or any other uh, uh, heart-related disease or cardiac events, I'm going to take those things. So 
uh, thankfully through uh, one of my clients. Um, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast before, but Anthony Palakemi, Spanish, who works for a local radio station, they started promoting a uh, place, a local uh, facility here in Tampa, Florida that did CT scans to provide uh, one of their main functions was provide calcium score. Um, so I was like, oh, I got, got in touch with, with him and he set me up there. And I was able to basically, uh, go ahead and get this calcium score that I so much was interested in, or I don't want to say I desperately needed, but obviously wanted the info to see, uh, where I stood as regards to, um, uh, my, my arteries and my heart, see how they were, if they had any issues with blockage or plaque, um, in them. So I went out and, uh, uh, got it set up and went through and went to my appointment this week. So now basically I'm going to go into my, basically my post appointment feelings. So basically what you guys are going to hear next is what I, the, my impressions I had of not only the tests, uh, but the whole, the location, the whole process immediately after I got the CT scan done. So let's go to that portion. So I just got done my uh, CT scan at Lifeguard Imaging here in Tampa, Florida. Um, this is uh, local to here to Tampa. Uh, I don't believe they have any any offices throughout Florida or the rest of the United States, um, but they are probably uh, similar to other um, facilities that offer CT scans for uh, to detect to detect uh, things like uh, blocked arteries, or they also do, uh, they can analyze different parts of the body. So I went in for a uh, calcium score, uh, a heart scan essentially. So I wanted to determine um, based on my family history, you know, I've talked about on the podcast before that, you know, my father has been on, uh, probably, uh, has been on cholesterol, med cholesterol medication for the last 30 years or so due to high cholesterol. Um, and then his father suffered a heart attack, um, in his early sixties, I believe, maybe late fifties, um, due to some lifestyle habits, poor lifestyle habits. But, uh, my father was the exact opposite. He didn't have bad lifestyle habits, but still had, uh, issues like, uh, um, high cholesterol. So, I know I have predisposition, probably um, obviously suffering from high cholesterol myself. I've shared that on the podcast before. I've been taking statins for a little over a year now, and it's been very uh, uh, beneficial to lowering my cholesterol. Uh, but also, uh, I've been hearing about the benefits of getting a calcium score uh, for your heart to kind of analyze if you have the percentage of the blockage in your arteries. So uh, I actually found out about this uh, facility, Lifeguard Imaging, through uh, one of my former clients, Spanish, who works on the local radio station. And uh, basically, they've been doing a promotion with this uh, uh, this uh, company, Lifeguard Imaging. And uh, they they uh, are offering things like the heart scan uh, in addition to other ones. They'll actually be doing free health scans for couples uh, that listen to the radio. Uh, so that was some kind of a cool promotion I, I found out about. Uh, so, uh, but I, uh, found it on through Groupon. I was like, Hey, I will, I really want to get my calcium score, but it found out lo and behold that the actual age that they recommend the minimum age, uh, not only for lifeguard, but I believe it's for, uh, just kind of like preventive screenings in the United States, uh, by medical professionals is 40 for a calcium score of the heart. 
Uh, so, but thankfully, uh, I was able to get my uh, primary care physician could write me, wrote, wrote me a note, essentially a doctor's note saying that, you know, I probably qualify for early, uh, basically early screening due to my family history and high cholesterol. Uh, so I went in and did the appointment and uh, it was very, I would say, quick and easy, very enjoyable. Lifeguard imaging, the facility is uh, very, I would say, uh, uh aesthetically pleasing so as i know that's probably doesn't it, it's not that that's a, a a necessity but it definitely makes it more comfortable i think it makes people more comfortable um so and i was able to uh meet with one of their uh basically associates i think it was more of a uh, kind of a um uh, uh, consultation associate and gave me the rundown of what I'd be getting for the day. The heart scan told me the, uh, the scoring system and what the uh, CT scan will entail. Um, and so basically just to give some of the mission information he shared based on the heart scan, basically they look at all the four main arteries or, uh, so the four main arteries of the heart, he gave me a little description about, you know, uh, uh, one of the uh, one of the arteries called the widowmaker. You know, if there's a certain amount of blockage in that, typically most people don't make it. So that's usually what uh, uh, when they people have a heart attack and they uh, obviously do an autopsy, they see usually that widowmaker, which is the left anterior descending coronary artery. Uh, if that's blocked, uh, significant blockage. Usually, when heart attacks happen. The individuals don't make it. So, uh, so he basically de uh, described the process and talked about the scoring system, which I haven't gotten yet. But uh, the plan is you guys will hear next segment about my score. Uh, but so the score is basically between zero to over four hundred. So the total score of zero means no identifiable arthrosclerotic plaque and very low cardiovascular risk. I think I pronounced that right. Arthril sclerotic. Man, that's a tough one. So no plaque in the arteries, essentially. I should have said that. 1 to 10 score is minimum plaque burden. 11 to 100 mild plaque burden. 101 to 400 moderate plaque burden. Um, so, and then over 400 is extensive plaque burden. He was mentioning, I think he said, over 700 score. That's when they start... Uh, basically recommending a stent, a surgery to put a stent in your heart. So, uh, you know, obviously I'm hoping for a zero or basically anything, you know, below a hundred is kind of my, my main goal. And obviously the, the scoring system is based on how much blockage is inside of those, uh, arteries. So, you know, obviously the higher the score, the more blockage in the artery. So, uh, basically, uh, I'm hoping for a low score. Um, the actual process, you know, actually, I got the initial consultation and I went into the, the, the CT scan. Um, and basically, I just lay on, uh, lay on a board uh, and this hoop kind of transfers over back and forth. I think it probably took maybe a minute, a minute and a half total. I took three deep breaths in and out or sorry, held it for a little bit, then breathed out or exhaled. And it was pretty much done. So, I mean, maybe the whole scan literally probably took from laying down on the board to getting up maybe two minutes, if that. Um, so now I'm just anticipating. I'm just waiting for the results. So hopefully now uh, you guys will be hearing. I know I'm, I'm recording this before I get the results. So hopefully now on the next segment, we will hear about my awesome calcium score. All right, guys. So. Now that you heard that, my first impressions right after I got the CT scan done, 
Um, I wanted to do basically my results because, you know, as I mentioned, they, they were going to give me my results in three to five days. And it was actually, as they also predicted, more, more, uh, I guess it, more, it was expedited. So I got them even quicker. I think it only ended up being like, they called me, they called me a little over 24 hours afterwards. And then they emailed me all the results, I think, probably within 72 hours. So very efficient, very quick turnaround. So I will say also, you know, another, um, I would say, uh, plus in this whole process or, uh, uh, you know, I would say pro in this whole process was their, you know, their expedited, uh, uh, their getting the results expedited to me. So I was very happy with that. So. Without further ado, I'm going to check out my, my report right now to give you guys my score. So my score was a 25. And as I outlined in the previous uh, portion of the podcast about the scoring system, 25 is actually in a, in a moderate, um, basically, I guess would they say the moderate uh, zone. It says definite mild plaque detective. Um, so uh, they said... Uh, at most, uh, the people who are there, and they stress this, you know, they're not cardiologists, they're not primary care physicians. They're just, you know, radiologists and they present you the data and you follow up with your doctor. So they said, obviously, there is a moderate, um, how do they phrase it? I'm going to make sure I get this. Uh, so the, the 25 score puts me in a mild plaque burden. So mild. Um, and uh, I was able to follow up with a couple of my um, uh, clients and friends that are uh, doctors. One was a cardiac doctor, actually. And, you know, so they, this, the CT score not only showed that was a 25.85 total, but my LAD, which is what they, uh, the left, left interior descendant artery, which most people call the Widowmaker, um, that has a score of 22.62. So, Obviously, if you're looking at, you have to look at one artery that, uh, this, I think, uh, you want to have the least amount of plaque in, it'd be that one. And that's the one I have the most amount. But regardless, I do have a low amount of, or a mild amount of plaque built up in that artery. And so, you know, following up with my uh, clients and friends that are physicians, one of the cardiac, uh, doctor who works in, or I should say, works in the cardiac unit at a local hospital, um, he said, and a lot of the other doctors I spoke to echo this, are like, it's good information to have, but it necessarily doesn't tell you a whole lot. You know, obviously you have plaque, but that's also not a bad thing. You said your genetics could be uh, the cause of that. You know, uh, it sounds like what you're doing already, mainly what they're referring to as the statins taking cholesterol medication is probably already in this, you're taking steps to be preventative, to be, uh, proactive in regards to minimizing any type of cardiac event. So, um, both everybody, you know, the several doctors I spoke to mentioned that. And they said, you're doing kind of what you need to do. You're eating healthy. Um, you're, you're exercising regularly and you're taking a side to control uh, cholesterol. You know, you don't have high blood pressure. So you, you don't need medication for that. Um, obviously, you know, start working on, you know, you could probably work on reducing stress and sleeping better, which is everybody can do that. Right. Um, and one of the doctors uh, said, you know, maybe 
uh, down the road or in the future you may want to uh, just think about eating more plant-based, which I understand and I think is a very logical um, step. And I think um, with another doctor comment that it's like, now that you have this, what you do is basically you have it as a reference point for when you do the test again. But he said, you, for someone, unless you have anything that, uh, some sort of other confounding factor that pops up in the next five to 10 years, you probably don't have to get the test done until, you know, at the earliest five years, but for most likely in 10 years, follow up in another 10 years. So to see if that plaque has increased or is it, or in other RVs have increased the, the plaque amount. So I think it was really overall, um, I'm fairly, pretty satisfied. You know, I'm very, um, you know, it's, I'm not going to lie. The report, um, uh, it, I'm not saying it's that misleading, but it gives you a little bit of trepidation because in the report, it puts your findings says the patient has a total calcium score of 25.85. This places the patient into the 94th percentile in comparison to a group of patients asymptomatic for coronary artery disease with the same age and gender. This means that 94% of males aged 30 to 39 have calcium scores lower than the patient. So that, that really kind of gave me a gut punch at first. But then, you know, uh, a couple, uh, one of my clients who actually had this done also, I'm a doctor, but had this same test, spoke to uh, the people there and they said, yes, that even though that's accurate, it's like, it's based on the, the percentage of people that had the score done at that facility. So you're in the 94%, there's 94% of the men that, However, went to that facility between the ages of 30 and 39 have a score lower than mine. But also, that's probably a very low number because most uh, men under the age of 39 or the age don't get this, don't get this test done. You know, I was actually kind of an exception, you know, based on my, my family history and my, my uh, current issues with high cholesterol. So I was almost a little bit more of an exception than the norm. So uh, knowing that kind of made me feel at ease. And then, of course, talking to the doctors, how I already mentioned. So um, I think I could put this in. A, let's, you know, we usually do what's got us pumped. And I think this is a qualifies as uh, something to be pumped about that, you know, no, the score is not a zero, but it's also not ridiculously high. I don't have to worry about, you know, going purely vegan, which I'm not saying is bad, but it's, it would be challenging for me because I do love being an omnivore. So um, I'm very pumped about this, pumped that I got this data, pumped that, you know, I can uh, now con- compare this to when I get the test on another um, uh, uh, 10 years, most likely. So, um, and really what I'm pumped for is that I'm being proactive um, about my health, um, especially something that's probably one of the number one killers as far as heart disease or heart-related events or cardiac events. So um, I'm very pumped about that. And hopefully you guys were pumped about this review. Um, it might be something that you are in need of or interested in. And you know, like I said, it's not, it, not everybody has to run off and do this. You know, usually consult with your doctor. I probably maybe was a little bit too proactive, but I'm still happy that I did it. Um, you know, they usually recommend at least at the age of 40, you know, 40 is the earliest age to get a calcium score done. But I think if you're someone like me and there's facilities out like this, um, that exists like lifeguard imaging, um, you know, they do make it easy to get the score done. I think the key thing is to make sure that you follow up with some, uh, knowledgeable doctors about what the score means and what you need to do. Okay. Uh, to, 
further, you know, help yourself if you happen to have a score that's alarming, alarmingly high or, or, uh, you know, alarmingly high might be a little bit of a, uh, a bad way of putting it. But key thing is knowledge is power. Um, I'm a big fan of kind of the, the approach of being preventative, not, um, you know, not putting a bandaid on something after you get the injury, but kind of, you know, preventative medicines opposed to, uh, kind of what the, if you like the Western medicine approach of, you know, just basically, uh, treating, uh, treating the symptoms, not preventing, uh, the, the, the disease itself. So, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh, review. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. If you do, uh, please give us that rating review. It really helps us. Please support our sponsors, the Amino Co. by checking out aminoco.com slash ATF. And if you guys ever have any recommendations about, uh, what things or what items, what processes, what health services we should review next, shoot us a DM on our Instagram at the ATF podcast. We got nothing else for you tonight. It's just me. So. This has been another edition of the Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes Store. Thanks.